Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to another awesome episode of Geek Vibes Live Interview. I'm your host, Tia, and for today's interview, I have a very special guest with me. It is Ozark's own Kevin Johnson, and I believe Kevin just came on the line. How are you, Kevin? Hey, how are you? I'm doing really well. How's everything going? It's good. Uh, Is it Tia? Yes, it is. I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize that I had done my introduction before I put you into the show. Yes, this is Tia. I'm really happy to be speaking <laughs> with you today. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me. I heard you uh, love the show. Yeah, I have to say, first of all, congratulations. Um, Netflix, Ozark, everyone just put out another amazing season. I mean, oof, that that was a ride for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, season three is uh, quite bananas. <laughs> and so right off the bat, Kevin, I mean, Ozark is one of those shows. It is truly nail-biting. And for us as the viewers, it's very tense to watch. But is it mm-hmm. that tense on set? I mean, how has that experience been um, filming season three? Oh, uh, well, since the show is a dark show, uh, we definitely like to keep it light on set. So lots of, uh, you know, jokes in between and, yeah, just making sure everybody's comfortable. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a fun uh, – I always like to say it's it's like a big family. I know it's cliche, but it's it's definitely true with uh, with this show. I'm glad to hear that because I've always wondered with the dramas where the subject is very dark and everything's very serious, if that is kept when, you know, essentially the uh, the director screams cut. Um, so that's mm-hmm. good to hear that you guys keep it light. I would have to imagine that would be necessary. Um, how has it been say, filming season three as opposed to the previous two seasons for you? Oh, wow. Um, Well, I mean, season one, you know, we were all kind of, I mean, it was just a brand new show. And some of us, it was our first big show. Um, I mean, I definitely, uh, like character wise, Sam has grown. You know, he he was like a mama's boy in season one. And then, you know, he got more independent. Um, So it's been good to, you know, get to work with layers because I've never it's the first time I've actually gotten to uh, play a, a role with an arc so that's mm-hmm. been a lot of fun to see uh, his development yeah absolutely I mean Sam is one of those characters that when you first meet him as you said he's kind of a mama's boy and just to see everything that has happened throughout the seasons is truly spectacular I mean when you are kind of, you know, getting your script for each episode, would you have imagined, Sam, say, going through the past? Like, how has that been 
developing Sam's transformation throughout the three seasons? Um, well, I would say uh, from season one, I don't think the writers knew uh, what they were going to do with Sam. Like when I got the audition, it was for two to three episodes and mm-hmm. I got on set and they, you know, saw what I brought to the character and I was just uh, blessed that they, you know, kept writing my character in the show and, and making my, my character more integral to the plot. Like when they, when I found out, you know, season two, I was getting a love interest. That was really cool. Um, and then season three, you know, working at the casino or helping, uh, you know, run a scam at the casino. So it's been really cool that the writers have, uh, you know, been making me integral to the plot each season. Well, I was going to say, I mean, throughout season three, you know, Marty kept and, you know, they kept putting Sam in this situation that you had to have known it wasn't going to go well eventually, even <laughs> though they tried to reassure Sam. So we yeah. always, and, and Sam was, and Sam was worried. I mean, his worst fears essentially came to fruition. So it's yeah. a sticky situation that poor Sam has, you know, been in, but I I know that probably there isn't say a whole lot you can tell us, but I'm going to ask anyway. Um, I mean, <laughs> what's going to happen to Sam? <laughs> um, uh, to be honest, I actually don't know yet. Uh, like I, I, um, they're still, you know, writing the season. Um, but I mean, you know, there's a chance. Uh, some people think that he's going to, you know, work with the FBI in season four, maybe. Um, which would be interesting. Uh, and then, I mean, because you can only fool somebody so many times, right? Like first it was in season two. Um, hey, we need you to run a strip club because Ruth can't, because, you know, she's got a, a past and we need somebody to help run it. And then season three, Hey, we need you to go. We need you to use your inheritance money to, uh, to clean our money. Um, so he knows, he knows what's going on. He's just, uh, naive as he comes off. Um, at least that's the way I play him. Uh, and I think he's, he might be, uh, you know, storing this all in the back of his mind for, you know, when he, uh, when he turns on him, you never know. Absolutely. I mean, Sam definitely is that type of person that I feel like the Bird family would underestimate when in reality he holds the key to essentially their demise. So that would be pretty mm-hmm. cool to see him working with the FBI. Um, I can only imagine what an episode would be like with Sam, say, in jail for a night. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, poor Sam. Uh, Needless to say, I think that, and you could disagree with me if you'd like, but the Bird family entry to the town has kind of turned everything upside down. Or would you say that the town had all of that? It's just that the Bird family has kind of brought everything, like the seediness, to the surface. Um, I would say uh, the first thing you said, yeah, I mean, because they were the outsiders and they came in and uh, kind of, you know, uh, 
turned everything upside down, yeah. How has it been for you working alongside people like Jason Bateman and Laura Linney? Oh, it's been great. It's been like a, a master class in itself. Um, and just getting to work with Jason in front of the camera and uh, seeing him behind the camera as a director. Uh, he, he definitely has a plan, you know, um, when he's, you know, behind the camera. And, but he also knows, you know, because he's an actor as well, you know, that we can play inside the box. Um, as long as you play inside the box of the, you know, the parameters of the scene, um, you know, you can make the scene work. And he's really good at, uh, you know, letting the actor uh, kind of um, find their way in the scene. Yeah, absolutely. Would that ever be anything that you would be interested in? Kind of because we see you in front of the camera, but would you ever want to be behind the camera? You know, sort of how like Jason Bateman does. He very much is involved in shows and movies on both sides of uh, of the camera. Knowing all the. Uh... <laughs> all the craziness and the, uh, the stress that goes into being behind the camera. I don't know. It's uh, I mean, that's why he, cause he wanted to direct all the episodes in the first season, but it would just been, you know, too time consuming to do that and be in front of the camera. Like there's a lot that goes into it, you know? So I, uh, I, I mean, I uh, like, if you can do it more power to you, um, I just don't think I could, but you never know. I mean, maybe down the line, I give it a go yeah. and, <laughs> and see how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine just everything that goes into that um, would be a little head spinning for me, but it is amazing what gets pulled off. I mean, I like throughout all of Ozark, just how the story is able to be told and all of that. Um, our, how much of the show is filmed, say, on location, and how much is kind of on the set? Because, you know, from us, we really feel like we're transformed into this world, but then yeah. on, like, certain things you see that, you know, what you thought was green pasture was really, like, green screen, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we film in Atlanta, and... Uh... Mm -hmm. Our uh, studio uh, is uh, Eagle Rock Studios in Norcross, Georgia. And uh, so when you see a lot of the interior scenes, those are uh, at the studio. And then like exterior, it's going to be uh, like on location. Um, you know, like, uh, like when they're at the lake, we use Lake Lanier and Lake Altoona, which is close by. Um, the casino, they made the casino, so that's in the uh, studio. The bird mm. house is in the studio. Um, even the outside, like the backyard, is in mm -hmm. is in the studio. It's really amazing how they do wow. that. Um, and you can't and you can't tell, yeah. Oh wow, yeah, that I would have never guessed, um, but I guess that is a little. Uh, unrealistic to think that all that stuff would kind of be like say location wise but that's really cool to find out um, 
have you fi- have you finished watching season three? I never know with actors, you know, if you kind of are just in the moment, you know what's going on because you're there on set. But have you sat back and then watched the show from say start to finish? Oh yeah, yeah, I watched it. Uh, I probably watched it in like the first three days, three or four days when it came out, and they and I knew. Uh, some of the people that were going to get whacked in the show, but I had forgotten how some of it happens or when it happens. So I was uh, shocked at the season finale, like, cause I completely forgotten about Oof. it. <laughs> that season finale, I was watching in my living room and just the suddenness of it. I was like, Holy crap. <laughs> um, well, that is quite a way to end it. And, yeah, yeah, I was sitting there and I was like, Netflix has better come out with a fourth season because I can't have it ending like that. <laughs> I have a uh, yeah. I have a good feeling we'll be back for season four. We haven't officially gotten picked up, um, but uh, the odds, like Jason says, are decent, you know. Yeah, I, I would feel that. Uh, Netflix would be making a mistake if it didn't pick up Ozark for a first season. I know that um, Jason Bateman had been quoted in a previous interview saying, you know, Ozark, say, isn't a 12-season type of show, which to some degree I do agree with. Um, That type of intensity can, you know, fizzle out over time. But I would say, like, five solid seasons to tell a story arc. Oh and yeah, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> and perhaps with that yeah. last season, everything gets crumbled to the ground because of Sam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that the writers. Um, uh, I think I remember uh, our showrunner Chris Mundy saying in an article a little while back, maybe during season two, that they had a beginning for the show and they know where they want to end. You know, it's just filling in the uh, in the pieces in the middle. Right. Yeah. Uh, the great thing about Ozark is there's so many possibilities. Um, but I, I would feel that you know five seasons is probably, in my opinion, enough to have my breath being held throughout the whole entire season. Like with yeah. season three, what happened to poor Tom Pelfrey's character, which he did a phenomenal job in that role, but I felt so bad for his character. And I was like, oh, how could the sister do that? But I guess just mm-hmm. the context of where they were at, he was kind of screwing things up. <laughs> yeah, it was a, uh, it was a tragic, uh, uh, yeah, it was definitely tragic for Ben's. Um, but man, what an amazing role to get to play. Um, and he knew that going in, uh, you know, that it was what it was. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely see him getting some, uh, some nominations come award season. So if he doesn't, I, 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 I'd be, I'd be shocked if he doesn't. Especially since, and I like, he would deserve it regardless, but especially since nothing seems to be going on right now. I mean, how is that for you, by the way, with coming to a standstill due to unfortunately the COVID-19 uh, pandemic is were there any projects of yours that have gotten halted because of it? I was working on a uh, on a project 
when everything got shut down. Um, I would, I'd love to tell you what it was or what it is. I'm not finished with it, uh, but I had to sign an NDA, but you'll find out about it soon for sure. Um, so I was working on that. And since we've all been kind of quarantined up, you know, I've just, uh, I put my, I got my Ozark reel together, uh, just, you know, for casting directors and producers and just kind of, uh, getting everything together for you know when we start back up and i can you know uh hit the ground running with auditions and things yeah absolutely is there anything that we should keep our eyes out that you can speak about um that hasn't exactly been halted due to the pandemic um i did do a movie um I think it's going to be on the inspirational network. It was a, uh, it's called Blue Ridge. Um, I'm not sure when that's coming out, but there, I just did some ADR uh, on that before um, everything got shut down. So I can tell you that. Um, I wish I could tell you the other thing. I just can't. (laughs) I don't want to get in trouble. (laughs) And I don't want you to get in trouble either. That has happened before where, I'll speak with someone and we're all excited and then their agent contacts us and goes, you need to cut that out of the interview right oh, now. No. It's like, okay. <laughs> oh, um, no. But what is um, Blue Ridge about that you can kind of tell us? Uh, so it, um, it takes place in the Blue Ridge Mountains and uh, the main guy is, uh, he's the sheriff, uh, Jonathan uh, Schechter. Um, do you remember the movie, uh, that thing you do with yes. that, Tom Hanks? So he played, of course, uh, Tom Hanks is great. <laughs> <laughs> played, um, I want to say he was the lead singer, the one who breaks up with his girlfriend and he comes off as like, a like, like a dick. Um, do you remember that guy yeah. at all? He's been in other things. Too. Yeah. He's been in like, uh. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., he's done some Marvel stuff. Um, So he's the lead in this, and uh, it's about him trying to solve a murder mystery. And I play play the husband of the girl who uh, is killed. So I'm the lead suspect, and we're like an out, like I'm from, I'm like an outsider. I used to live in the city. And I moved to um, the Blue Ridge Mountains with my wife, who grew up in the Blue Ridge Mountains. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great. Uh, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be really good when it comes out. Yeah, absolutely. And you said the Inspirational Network, correct? I think that's where it's gonna be. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, yeah. Anyone who's listening, please make sure you keep an eye out for that. Um, Certainly, we need more content uh, during this time. Um, yeah. Kevin, you know, thank you so much for even speaking with me. Um, before I let you go, do you have any message that you'd like to tell people, as I said, during these, like, really crazy times that we're in right now? Oh, yeah, you know, just um, stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane. Uh, you know, find things to do um, with inside your your house, your apartment, uh, or go jogging. I jog around the neighborhood. 
usually every other day. Uh, I do CrossFit, so I do my own modified CrossFit workout at home right now. Yeah, so it's it's a crazy time right now, but I think uh, the the light at the end of the tunnel is closer um, each day. So, you know, look at it that way. Absolutely. You don't do that, though, with a mask on, right? Because that's a little hard to breathe in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I finally got a mask. My roommate uh, was able to was able to get one, I think, uh, from Amazon. It took forever, but yeah. Yeah, it's taking forever to get stuff from Amazon. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> while everyone is self-quarantined, make sure you check out Ozark. It is a phenomenal show phenomenal show um, that, you know, I'm just so grateful that you even took a moment to speak with me about this amazing show. Mm -hmm. And everyone, make sure you check out Blue Ridge as well. Uh, Kevin, thank you again, and I hope you have a marvelous day. Absolutely. Thank you, Tia. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Bye. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bye. And everyone, please make sure that you check out Ozark and give this interview a like and subscribe. We have amazing interviews. Our associate, Kelly Kantuish, just did one with Jesse Camacho of Lock and Key, which is also on Netflix yesterday, and that is posted up. And we'll have more interviews for you guys to keep everyone side and entertained during our self-quarantining. Again, I'm Tia. I am the host of uh, the Top 10 with Tia for Heat Virus Nation, and I appreciate everyone listening. Have a great day. Bye, guys.